Well, good morning and welcome to another episode of Roadmap to Heaven here on Covenant Network. I'm Adam Wright. So glad to be with you on this Tuesday morning, May 9th. We're coming to you live this morning from Peoria, Illinois, where we were broadcasting yesterday for the 128th birthday of Archbishop Fulton Sheen. And before we head back to St. Louis, we're going to do a little bit of roadmap on the road today. And so let's begin our hour together in prayer. We pray in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We dedicate all of our thoughts, words, and actions to the greater glory of God, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, good morning to you. It has been a great 24 hours this time yesterday. We were back in St. Louis. We did the show. We hit the road, and we came up to P-Town, as my friend from Peoria likes to call it, where we had a great visit with some of our listeners who were able to come to our live broadcast. We also were able to visit with Monsignor Jason Gray, Bishop Louis Tilka, and Sister Leah from the Franciscan Sisters of John the Baptist to learn all about Fulton Sheen and the message and the legacy. And I had to chuckle because with Fulton Sheen, you know you're going to be talking about media, whether it's radio or television. And uh, he, there was a quote someone gave me where he said, radio is like the Old Testament, hearing the word without seeing. <laughs> and here we are this morning, hearing one another but not seeing one another. Either way, it's a, you know, a beautiful view out the window of the Illinois River today, and what a glorious morning it is. Today on the show, we are going to be talking with Corey Grizzle about um, what it means to know, love, and serve. And so you got to stay tuned for that as well. All of that's ahead on Roadmap to Heaven. But first, let's go to Mike Roberts to hear about our Saint of the Day. Today is the feast day of Saint Isaiah the prophet. Isaiah's voice is so critical in forecasting the arrival of the Son of Man, it is staggering to think his lifetime was more than 700 years before Jesus entered the world. Greatly trusted in his own time, Isaiah advises Sennacherib to resist the Assyrians as their powerful army gets ready to invade Jerusalem and to pray to God for deliverance. After Sennacherib does this, an angel of God destroys 185,000 Assyrian soldiers in a single night. Isaiah's vision of the future is so clear that St. Gregory once said he knew the mysteries of the church so vividly you would assume he was not prophesying about the future, but rather describing past events. Isaiah will die a martyr at the order of his grandson Manasseh. But before that, his vision of the future will include the servant song, which so clearly describes Jesus and the kind of savior he will be. In chapter 42 of Isaiah, here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. 
I will put my spirit on him and he will bring justice to the nations. He will not shout or cry out or raise his voice in the street. A bruised reed he will not break and a dimly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. He will not grow dim or be bruised until he establishes justice on earth. St. Isaiah, please pray for us. I'm meteorologist Mike Roberts for Covenant Network. Have a blessed day. Saint of the Day can arrive each morning by subscribing on your favorite podcast player. Search Covenant Network to see all our podcasts. Well, the last time Corey Grizzle was with us, she said, I feel like I need a little bit of 90s party music to start out the segment when I said it's always a party. So, Corey, here's, here's a little 90s party music as we uh, dive into a great topic today coming to us straight from the Baltimore Catechism. That's right, friends, the Baltimore Catechism. It's a throwback if ever there was one. No love serve. And so, number one, uh, Corey, it's good to have you with us again Thank today. Thank you. I'm excited for this party. And speaking of number one, in, in paragraph, uh, I think it's paragraph number one in the Baltimore Catechism, mm-hmm. we read, know God, love God, serve God. So what are we talking about today? So really, it's all about the big picture. So the first several segments that we did was all about our marriage relationship and and some little tips and some quirky stories and things like that. And now we're kind of going into the parenting section of this. However, I didn't want it to be how-to on parenting. There's so many books out there, wonderful books to really study and know and understand and get tips and tricks. What I wanted was big picture. And anybody who knows me knows that I'm better at big picture than details. So to do big picture and to be able to look back, because I do have the 10 children, I have some adults, I have some teenagers, I still have a toddler. Um, Although I can't say that much anymore because he'll be five in a few weeks. But to be able to look at big picture and go, what was the really important things that I wanted to instill in my children? And of course, I wanted to have an idea of who they were in the eyes of God and who they were within our world. And so it always comes back to us is the catechism. And I I, uh, taught my children uh, the Baltimore Catechism very early on uh, and, and just drilled those easy questions into their head. Because when you get the easy questions into your head, then you can understand the bigger picture and the bigger questions later on. So, of course, the first question is, you know, what is the chief end of man or what is the um, the reason God put us on earth? Why were we created? And that is to know, love and serve God. And it's it's that simple. If you took every decision you ever made your whole life, it's 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 that. So to be able to understand and instill that in my children was the most important in all part of aspects of, of teaching them. Yeah, I love with kids turning it around into questions. You know, uh, does this help you? Can, can I do this, Dad? Okay, well, does it help you know God? Right. Yes. Okay, well, then, yeah, then, then you can probably do that. Uh, does it help you love God? Yes. Okay, well, that, that, that's good, too. Does it help you serve God? Yes. All right. Well, what about this, Dad? Can I do this? Does it help you love God? No. Uh, it's not looking good. Does it help you Does it help you know, know God? Does it help you love God? Uh, probably not. Okay, yeah, it's really not looking good. Does it help you serve God? No? Okay, well, then answers no. You know, yeah. those yeah. are the criteria for right. life here. Between that and is it kind, necessary, and true, don't say it, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm all about the simple. Like, let's boil it down to the simple so that we can live our lives and make good decisions and make it easier so that there's not so much anxiety on that, too. Because if you can make it that simple and say, is this something that's going to allow me to get closer to God? then that's a good thing, and I should pursue that. If it's not, then I really need to wonder, is that good enough for me to do? 
Yeah, it, it's one of those. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of my kids that love to read, and they're always, "Can I read this book? Can I read that book?" It's like, "Can I read the Baltimore Catechism?" Absolutely. Absolutely. Can Can I read the uh, the the Chronicles of Sin and the Joy of Temptation and Why You Should Give In by uh, Screw Tape? Probably not, you know. But you could read the Screw Tape letters. That'd be okay too. Right, right. As long as it doesn't scare you. But yeah. So <laughs> with, with the kids of little ages, I mean, this is pretty basic. Know God, love God, serve God. What about as the kids get older? How have you been helping, you know, you, you build that foundation when they're young. How do you help them with that as they've aged? So it kind of goes along with classical education, which is just understanding right away. So we want to understand everything about Jesus. And if my teenagers are having some really tough problems, I always encourage them. We talk through everything, but then I always encourage them to sit in front of adoration, to read some scriptures, to find something that is going to be not only taking their mind off the terrible things that are happening to them, but also delving deep into scripture and saying, okay, I'm going to reread this. Or if they can't really, if it's something that's so hard for them, Let's just let's just pray the rosary. Let's just just ask Jesus to take this off your heart, get to know him, get to understand him and who he is, because this no love and serve again in the church's wisdom. And I look back and you go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe how how incredibly wise the church is when you start to grow older and you look back and you go, "Okay, well, you can't love anybody if you don't know them. It's not possible. You didn't you didn't love your wife before you met her, did you? You didn't. You didn't want to go on a second date before you knew her a little bit more. So in order to know God, what are the options we have to know him is to use all the sacraments that the church gives us and to delve deep into scripture and the catechism. So to to be able to do that, just I'm always encouraging those teenagers go back and and just sit with a book. Yeah. Just sit with prayer. Beth and I right now, we, we've started taking walks in the evening just around our block because it's it's a new thing for us leaving the kids home alone. So it's, you know, we're expanding our, our radius a little bit. Like we'll walk a little bit farther and then we'll come back by the house. Four and a half laps around our block is a mile, we found out. Wow. Uh, but having that time to just have that one-on-one time together is helping us love each other more. Right. Because it, it is, as much as we know each other, mm-hmm. there's still things we need to learn. Well, there's things you don't know about what happened that day that yeah. affected them, right? So the same thing with your children, so with your spouse and with your children, you know and you you take that time, you take that day to to just ask questions and to get to know him and get to know her and um so yeah, in doing that, you're loving them more. <laughs> so as for the no god love god serve god, it's an important reminder for us too that as adults we're called to do that. Now we may think we have the serve god figured out because it's I mean pretty clear we have primary vocations. You and I are each spouses, you and I are each parents and so for you and Todd and for Beth and I it's pretty similar in many respects. But it's the the knowing god, you say, well, you know, I I went to a catholic school and I did all of this. I, I I know god pretty well and but as we just said, there's always more you can know. So before we sign off here, what's one thing you're doing right now that you just love because it's helping you get to know God? I am, well, listening to Catholic radio. Uh, that that was a big part of my history in, in knowing God for sure, listening to Catholic Answers and, and doing all of those things. But then also just picking up any book I can. Um, if I find a great speaker that I hear about or if I um, come across one of my friends is reading something or if I'm reading a book and it says, hey, I got a lot of this information out of this book, then I'll go get that book. So I'm really trying to carve a lot more time um, in doing spiritual reading. I love it. Spiritual reading is uh, 
It's one of those things I wish I had more time to do more of, mm. but I, I love the books that the people keep putting out that are just little nuggets lined up. And right. it's I can take a, a bit of a sermon or a collection of sermons and you just go through it as you have time. It's absolutely great. Well, Corey, it has been uh, wonderful to have you back with us for a little. It's, it's not really a 90s party today, but we'll, we'll get the music going here as we sign off. And I look forward to the next time you are with us here on Roadmap to Heaven. Excellent. Thank you. Hello, podcast listeners. This is Adam Wright for Covenant Network. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to hit like and subscribe. And while you're at it, share it with your friends. And now back to the Roadmap to Heaven podcast. It is time for a catequiz this morning. And our catequiz question is, who is the patron saint of farmers? Who is the patron saint of of farmers. If you said St. Isidore, you are correct. Here's another little bonus catechiz question for you this morning. When do we celebrate the Rogation Days this year? If you said to yourself, well, Adam, we always celebrate Rogation Days on April 25th, which is correct. That's the major Rogation Day, but also the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday preceding Ascension Thursday. So this year, that would start us out when? Well, you got to do some math on that. But here's the thing. Rogation days, they're from the old calendar. It's not something that we are mandated to practice now, but it's something that's good to do. We are praying for, well, let's let's go to the Latin root. Rogation has its origins in the Latin word regare, which means to supplicate or ask, begging God for his mercy to turn away his anger and ask him to bless the fruits of the earth. So I think in particular, as I've been driving up here to Peoria, and I'll drive home today, driving through so many farms, and well, I'm not driving through the farms, but I'm driving by the farms, how important it is to pray for our farmers. Bishop Tilka was telling us yesterday that they have so much corn that they grow in the boundaries of this diocese. Are we praying for our farmers? I mean, I like to eat bell peppers. I like to eat onions. I like to have a good salad. All of these things come from the earth. So let's ask God for his favor. Let's Let's supplicate. Let's humble ourselves and ask him to pour out his goodness and his bounty through what is grown in the fields this summer. We're going to take another break here to get you a daily dose of encouragement. You're listening to Roadmap to Heaven on this Tuesday morning, May 9th. Don't go anywhere. As we prepare for Mother's Day, this week on the Daily Dose of Encouragement, Patty Schneier is sharing with us saints who are mothers. And as a special bonus, each day we get to look at Two saints. So, Patty, who's in store today? All right. Well, yesterday we talked about St. Zelie Martin and St. Macrina, the elder, who were influential. Of course, their children and grandchildren became saints. Today we're going to look at one uh, very popular saint, St. Gianna Beretta Muller. And we're also going to look at then an ancient saint, St. Felicity. And I'm going to tie those two together. You'll see in a moment. But St. Gianna Beretta Muller, she lived from 1922 until 1960. 62. So she was 40 years old when she died. She was an Italian pediatric physician. She was a working mother. She was an avid outdoors woman and a loving wife, but she was best known for her decision to not abort her child when complications arose during her fourth pregnancy. She's a role model for all working moms, for those with a difficult pregnancy, and for those who are ill. Our second saint that we're going to look at today is St. Felicity. She was a slave. She was the mother of seven young children, and she was martyred in Carthage in the year 202. 
she was flogged, led into the amphitheater of Carthage, and beheaded along with St. Perpetua. She's an example of an ordinary wife and mother who was swept up in the madness of evil and persecution. But here's the message. Heroism can be found anywhere. Heroism and strength are given when we stay true to the faith. Both of these women, St. Gianna Beretta Mulla, a modern woman, and St. Felicity, they are role models for staying true to the faith when making decisions in very difficult circumstances. Saints Gianna and Felicity pray for us, especially for mothers who must make difficult decisions of life and death. And may they look to you for courage and strength. Two more saints to give us inspiration this week, especially for all of the mothers listening. Patty, thank you for today's dose of encouragement. You know, I realized I, I teased you there by saying, do you know when the minor rogation days are, if they come before Ascension Thursday? They're next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, the 15th through the 17th. So let's remember to pray. Um, you know, fasting is another good thing you can do on the rogation days. In, in days past, they were days of prayer and fasting. And while the fasting is not obligatory, fasting and prayer are good for us always. So if you need an intention for your fasting, next week on Monday through Wednesday. There you have it, praying for God's uh, blessing upon the fields and the fruits of the earth. This wraps up our show from Peoria, Illinois today. Tomorrow we'll be back in the studio with you with more Roadmap to Heaven and uh, what what a great trip this has been. I encourage you, if you're looking for a good day trip, this has been uh, quite quite the wonderful little thing. If we weren't so busy with doing radio things, I would have brought the family up with me. They would have loved to have seen the Fulton Sheen Museum and to go pray at the tomb and to go to Mass and, uh, you know, just really enjoy a, a nice little day trip. And that's something that as we're in this month of May, we should start thinking about because, you know, those who have kids or maybe you're watching the grandkids or your your, your nieces or nephews or helping out with uh, somebody else, you know, you're looking for those activities. And while we want to do fun things over the summer, we also want to do holy things. And we don't get a summer vacation from growing in holiness. We may get one from school but we don't get one from growing in holiness. And so what are those day trips? It's something we've talked about before on the show. Maybe we're going to have to bring that back and uh, share some ideas for this coming summer as well. A couple of prayer intentions for you. We just had a few men ordained in St. Louis to the permanent, or not to the permanent diaconate, to the transitional diaconate. And then we have some men who will be ordained priests coming up at the end of this month. It is that season. Uh, Bishop Tilka shared with us yesterday on the, the special edition of Rose map to heaven from the Fulton Sheen Museum, that he's getting ready to ordain some men to the diaconate and to the priesthood. And I know that St. Louis and Peoria are not alone in this. All over the country, men will be ordained to the priesthood in the coming weeks. Pray, 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 pray for these men and pray for vocations. God is calling men to the priesthood. Pray that they would answer that call with generosity and go to a a stage of discernment, a time of discernment in their life. Let's pray now in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary, Mother of the Church, pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray for us. For Covenant Network, well, 
Let's make the sign of the cross again. Don't get too ahead of ourselves. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For Covenant Network, I am Adam Wright. This has been a very uh, wonderful morning to be with you here on Roadmap to Heaven. Be sure to check out the podcast. Share it with a friend. Click like. Click subscribe. Check out our other pro, uh, podcasts like The Splendor of You. Until next time, as the Blessed Mother would remind us, pray your rosary today. <laughs>